Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And And you're you're listening to Decom Mission. Together forever. we go. That's for my mom specifically. Oh, she'll it's get from, to this episode it's from eventually. Gypsy. <laughs> it's from the movie Gypsy. Movie, the musical Gypsy. Uh, and she, I don't know why she really likes that song. I, I just don't really like the musical Gypsy that much, just because I just Mama Rose is so awful. I've never seen Gypsy. Never listened to Gypsy. It's. It's a neat, it's it's neat. Like, don't get me wrong, it's not a bad show by any means, but it's it's a tough show, and I just, like, it makes, it's just a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch it someday. Yeah. Uh, there's a movie, well, there's a movie from the 50s or 60s that stars Rosalind Russell, who can't sing, so that's a terrible one to watch. But there is a TV one with Bette Midler that's pretty good. Okay. Maybe I'll watch that one. Yeah. But anyway, we're together in L.A. this week. Yeah. It's nice to be warm. <laughs> I think when I left, it was like negative 15 that morning. So the 60 and 70 degree weather has been nice. Yeah. We got to go to Disney yesterday. Yeah. Yay, Disney. We can finally update our page on Facebook for this podcast. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> Maybe. We'll when see. is that photo? That photo's from 2017, yeah? Yes. So that was our first time in Disneyland together. 2017, so yeah, it was our first, our first trip. To Disneyland. I had been to Disneyland before. You mm-hmm. hadn't. You'd been, what, once, twice? Once. I'd once. gone in 2012. Okay. But yeah, that was our first time going together. And now Kira's been a number of times. Oh, I've been Annual a lot of times. Holder. As well, I have been a few times, but not as many as you have now. Technically, technically, because people are going to be sticklers about this. I've never been an annual pass holder at Disneyland. I'm a magic key oh, holder, geez. which I hate <laughs> that phrase. I think the idea of a magic key is really cute. I just don't... I wish they had a better... I just think magic key is, I don't know, it's just not you as good as annual magic pass. magic key to the kingdom. I'm just call it like an annual key. Like, I don't know. Yeah, so we watched two movies. We are only going to record uh, our episode for one of them because I have hurt my feet and I don't know how or why and I'll figure that out tomorrow with the doctor's appointment, but... Uh, I, could, I haven't been able to walk the past, like, 12 hours. No. Like twenty four hours. Say, I was gonna say it's been longer than that, but thankfully you were able to, you know, lie in bed. And I was gonna say sleep, but you probably didn't sleep too much. No, we haven't done too much today, luckily. But I feel I feel useless, and it's driving me crazy. And I was telling Sarah and Ethan about this, but it's like you know, I don't know if anyone else has this, where you take pain medication for pain. But the feeling doesn't go away, so the pain goes away, but you still have these weird nerve things. And that's not tingly. tingly. It's not tingly. It feels like I can feel my muscles moving. It feels like there's like like my muscle it's like I can feel like my like something like kneading my muscles and not in like the massage way. I wish it was just tingly. That I can just kinda go, Oh, this is annoying. And like with my back so my back issue, like when I went to uh the doctor and stuff, there were, um, like, check boxes for how you're feeling. And one of them is, uh, ele- like, electric feelings, where it's, like, you can... And it's really hard to describe those, but it's, like, I get that a lot with my, like, sciatica, is you'll just feel, like, these kind of, like, electric bursts. Mm. And I... Those are 
honestly, out of everything, the most tolerable for me. Yeah. I guess I was thinking it like, you know how when your feet or hands or something falls asleep and then like you get the like pins and needles feeling where it's like not like pain, but it's like really obnoxious, but not as obnoxious. Oh, that's the worst. That's awful. No, I hate that. That's like that. Like every time that happens, I like have to like just contract every single muscle (laughs) in my body. Oh God, if I had that continuously, I would. I would I would not be a pleasant person and we would not be recording right now. Um but yeah, I'm hoping it's just kind of something, but it's been uh every time I've gone to Disneyland, which I've gone since October, which was the first time I went since it reopened after the lockdown. I've been one, three, four five, six times, I think. Every single time, my feet have gotten, have hurt to the point of, like, I can barely walk. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sucks because I have, like, orthopedic inserts for, like, my knee problems and all this stuff, and they don't help. Yeah. You so. have inserts plus what I think are the most type, comfortable type of shoe, Allbirds. Like, those yeah. are the most comfortable shoes for me. Yeah. Ever, maybe you should just do half days at Disney. It's not worth it because we have to drive an hour to get there. That's true. So it's like we, the gas and everything. And also like, yeah, I mean, a half day is you, you with with park hoppers and, and magic key passes, you can hop parks at one one o'clock. And that's basically a half day. I did on Christmas Eve do a quote unquote half day because I got there at like nine and I left it like two three which for disney is a half day when they're open yeah. until midnight sorry i just burped everyone yeah so it's basically a half day but yeah it's just i was going to my sister's house and she lives like 20 minutes away but we live it it we getting to and from disney from where we live is not the best it's not awful by any means but it's just kind of like during Certain times of day, it's not fun to drive in, and yeah. one of those is around like three o'clock. So the solution is to move closer to Disneyland. No, I don't want <laughs> to. And then, but then you have to drive for yeah, for everything else. Yeah, no, we like where we live. Yeah. We're so close to Universal Studios, where I'll definitely go again. <laughs> oh man, I just don't. I just I love Harry Potter. And I like that section. I wish it was it's more. So small. I wish that when you, the wand selection or the wand picking you was actually. I wish that they would even do a quiz. I know they didn't even do that, did they? No, they just when you at least when we were there five years ago, in Ollivander's shop, there was there were these tablets, and it wasn't like you would do like a pick what wand is right for you quiz. It was just like who's your favorite Harry Potter character, and then it would show you their wand. Yeah, and I'm like, like no. you can have that one. I was like, no, I want my wand. Because we went through like, all of Anders, we're like, oh, it's gonna have the thing where you like it comes to you, and then yeah. they had the one kid that got it, and then we got to the tablets, and we're like, oh, this is where everyone right. else can do it. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a double whammy of even if it's just based on like, and I don't like this, but even if it's based on like. Your birthstone or something, your your zodiac. Or like, just put the Pottermore quiz on there. I they don't have know. It on... Pottermore has so much J.K. Rowling influence on it. I'm well, like, make something mm. like that that doesn't have J.K. Rowling influence. Yeah. I mean, yes, she's influenced they... everything, but like Pottermore is like her. Like she really had a lot of influence with Pottermore. She doesn't have as much influence with the parks. So, 
I was telling, I was telling Sarah, uh, my, fa- my favorite, it's, it's, it's like a schadenfreude favorite moment thing in Disney is when you see a kid or a person, like an adult or someone, and they're so excited for Harry Potter world and they're at Disneyland and they're like, where's Hogwarts? And it's like, mm, about is 30 miles part? that way. <laughs> Um, it's just like, <laughs> someone didn't do their research. Yeah, especially, yeah, the kids say that and then the parents don't correct them. They're like, oh, it's here somewhere. Yeah. But no, it's not. And if the parents are just like, trying not to upset their kid, lying to them and saying that it's there and they might see it later is so much worse than like, I don't know, just saying, hey, it's not here. Yeah, it's like, do you want them to be disappointed now, I guess, or later? Yeah, I just... <sighs> So I've been to two of the Harry Potter worlds. I have not been to Florida, which I know that one's the best because there's two parks. But I went to the one in Japan, which is the same, almost exactly the same as the one in uh, Hollywood, Mm. with it being Hogsmeade, and there's the train, and there's the rides, and they're the same. It's so much more spread out, and it feels bigger because you can actually, like, walk us distance as opposed to just being like and 20 steps and, and that's the end yeah i remember going in and i was like this is it like so what we did with compact. the 40 ride is really cool i like yeah, having butter dirty. beer but i just wish there was more to do not only in that section for harry potter but the whole park in general oh there's nothing like we, to yeah. do at, at hollywood so universal studios hollywood is especially weird because it's on two levels so you spend like 20 minutes going down five sets of escalators. I mean, 20 minutes total, like going up and down. And so it's just odd. There are a couple things I really like about Universal Studios Hollywood. I like the, I do really like the Harry Potter world. I think it's fun. I think it's immersive and that's great. The mummy ride is amazing. It's not as good as the Orlando one, but it's still fun. Um, I liked the old Jurassic Park ride, but I, I don't like the how many screens there are now it's a little gimmicky mm-hmm. i don't like the transformers ride i don't like the spider-man ride they're they they make me motion sick i just can't i can't do them did we do those we, we did there? the transformers one yeah okay the spider-man <laughs> obviously was I, it wasn't that great to me because i don't remember maybe the spider-man it? doesn't even exist at hollywood i don't know the transformers one does um but yeah it was like the sc- oh you don't remember the screens like weren't working and they were like um, the 3D wasn't working correctly, so they were like warning people. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so that's that another does ring a bell. But I yeah. don't remember like any of like what happens so in, bad. in the ride. This, this just the story of you know, Michael Bay Transformers. <laughs> yeah, true. And then there's Simpsons World, which I've never I, yeah, I've we walked walk through. through. It. You have to walk through it to get yeah. anywhere, basically. Um, the behind the scenes like tour thing was fine. It was fine. It was frustrating because we had just done a WB tour, and like yes, this is a part of the theme park, but like it is so minimal, and most of it is two garages you basically go through with that are um, like four D, three D things. Like one of them was a Fast and the Furious thing where you're just in this tunnel with two sides oh, of yeah. it having this Fast and the Furious screens. Oh, the other one was the King the King Kong one, but it was da- it was down. And it's not even the original King Kong one because that one died in a fire. And that one was cool because that was right. huge. Yep. That was a huge animatronic. This that is just screens really again. Cool to see. Yeah, that burned down in two thousand eight, unfortunately, which is a huge bummer. Um yeah, the Universal Studios tour, there are quite a few like really good videos about it on YouTube. 
but it's gone through a lot of iterations, and this current one is bad. It's very bad. I know there are people who like Universal Studios Hollywood, and that's perfectly fine. I have no... If you like it, good. Enjoy it. That's I've, great. I enjoy it to an extent. I just wish it didn't I don't cost want, yeah. as much as it does to go there. Like, I don't want to pay Disney prices to get it's like, so a force expensive. of the attractions. It's so... And yeah, there's not that much to do. And that's... Yeah, that's my that's my frustration with it is that we we so when we went in 2017 we spent like 120 dollars, and by you know two o'clock we were like we're leaving yeah which is saying something because like I we try to close parks yeah I, I try to get as much out of my money as possible and I will stay forever but we were so bored yeah I was like I there's nothing. Else we would have stayed do. a little bit longer had I not been a giant weenie and liked uh, the oh the it was horror nights. No, it wasn't. It wasn't well, horror nights we we would have had to pay extra for. Right. But there was one which I probably would have if you were also into it and wanted to do it. I would have paid it. Yeah, but there was one. There was one that was just part of the park during the day. Yeah. I can't remember. I what think it was. it was a Walking Dead one, which, yeah, I, which I didn't want to do, any. which I could have done by myself too. But it's not as fun doing those things by yourself. No, I I don't like the Walking Dead at all. So yeah, I liked it up until if it had a been like season that I'm not going to spoil if anyone listening watches it and isn't at that point but there was a point where i'm like i'm done watching this show and yeah. i've heard it went a lot more downhill since that point yikes rooney if it had been like a classic horror movie or something like, like i know there's been ones that's like oh, i wish there was like a beetlejuice one that'd be really cool not, not that beetlejuice is actually scary but i just that's cool do they do anything beetlejuice at the hollywood one i remember yeah, they have it, a beetlejuice guy walking around oh do they i yeah. remember it when i was there and, and when i was at the florida one in like yeah they 2006 no 2004 we went to universal in orlando and They've they had a, a show. like a rock and roll show yeah, yeah. but um, none of my, none of my family had seen it before so we were all like what is this weird thing i'm trying to think of another because i watched someone do like all of the the haunted houses from this year and i'm trying to think of there was one that i was like oh this would be cool like there was like an exorcist one which i don't care about the exorcist give me the thing walk through oh, i would do that i would i would die i would be so scared <laughs> i that is so i've always told i always tell people i don't like horror movies but i love psychological thrillers so like the thing Alien, which is another stipulation as to why I like Alien better than I like Aliens, because Aliens is an action movie and Alien is a psychological thriller. Mm. I could go on. But I just, like, I'm not into, like, jump scares and things. I want things that, like, make me think, mm -hmm. which sounds so ridiculously uppity and gross and i understand that no, and i register right. I, mean, I appreciate those types as well but i also sometimes want to watch a mindless one where you're just getting scared quote unquote even though i don't get scared don't anymore get scared, it's just fun yeah. honestly most of them are funny to me <laughs> and everyone's yeah. screaming in the theater and i'm like haha that was really stupid <laughs> yeah i would like i just my ex-boyfriend like his favorite genre of movie was horror and i never wanted to watch them because he also wanted to watch like really cult ones like the first Suspiria like the original Suspiria movie which I didn't get like that's supposed Never to be a, a psychological thriller it's not it's not I mean you can watch it if you want obviously but I, it's I've like I've never even heard of it so I wasn't I was even like what I, couldn't, I didn't even know what was going on I was just like hello I this should be good but like what is happening yeah but anyway um 
Speaking of horror movies, this movie's about God. Okay. <laughs> I like the transition. Yeah. We watched Let It Shine this week, which stars the kid from uh, Everybody Hates Chris, who's no longer a kid now. He's Sarah's age, and he's in Abbott Elementary, and it's great. Mm-hmm. Tyler James Williams. He's amazing. Um, And the character alongside him is named Chris, so it's kind of funny. Oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, Chris and Chris. But that's everybody loves Chris. <laughs> so this movie is a... I don't want to say shameless because, like, they, they, but I don't know. I don't know who made that Wikipedia page. I'm going to say it shameless. Screw it. It's a shameless retelling of Cyrano de Bergerac. And they don't stipulate it in the credits of the movie. And that bums me out because I think kids knowing that it's a retelling of something else is educational, especially something like Cyrano, which it's pretty profound and it has a lasting effect. For example, there's a new Cyrano movie out right now. And, I mean, some of the things they do, like, the main lead in uh, her name, like, the female lead in Cyrano de Bergerac, her name is Roxanne. The female lead in this movie is Roxy. Uh, His last name in this movie is something like uh, DeBarge. His last name is DeBarge. So his name is Cyrus DeBarge. And it's like... All right, all right. There's a part, a very famous scene in Cyrano where uh, the phony guy, who in this movie is Chris, is reciting a a poem, uh, basically, and Cyrano is, like, feeding him the words. And then at one point they just switch spots, but he's, like, wearing his clothes or, like, something like that, his hat, whatever. And in this one they do it, but with singing what i don't get okay but but there's a huge (laughs) problem with this is that their singing voices sound nothing alike and also the kid who plays chris is like four inches taller than tyler james williams (laughs) so it's just also his whole thing so in cyrano if people don't know it's all about him having a giant nose and that makes him unattractive in this movie then he's like oh i'm short it's like you're not even that short they just cast a tall person is Roxy yeah. and put her in heels. He I mean, was, what, 5'8 when you looked him up? He's, like, 5'8", yeah, which isn't that short. Like, it's fine. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm 5'8". It's not that short. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just think it's... I think it was a stretch. Yeah. I will say I didn't know about Cyrano. So, I mean, not shocker that you know and I don't because I don't know theater and stuff like that. But... Well, I, I do, but not, like, to the extent that you do right. with the classics, but... I'm dreaming. Yeah, so if you hadn't have brought that up, I honestly wouldn't have known. I, obviously, I've seen the no, other types I mean, of movies I, where, like, someone tries to pretend to be someone else. Like, I've heard of the concept, but I never knew that that's how it started. Technically, it was Ethan who, who pointed it out at first, and I went, oh, yeah, you're right. And I went, oh, okay, there's something I need to learn about. And maybe they did say it in the credits. I just didn't... I didn't see no, it No, I credits. didn't see anything. And when I say, when I say shameless... I'm. I actually kind of mean that in a positive way because it's actually a really like it's it's pretty. What's the word? Not truthful, but it's like it's it's yeah. to its source content. Like it's it's pretty respectful to its sto- source content, and it takes it takes the heart of the of the play and some of the the better scenes, like the the fake performance scene. Like it it's good. Um. But the parts that they manufactured specifically for this movie, i.e. Cyrus is a the choir director in his dad's church, 
is a cool concept that they couldn't really do too much with because of the separation of church and state. But there was a lot of God in this movie, and it was yes. made me really uncomfortable. There were points where you could tell they were trying to make it not as much. Like, the songs would be like, oh, yeah, bringing us together as family. And, like, it wasn't touching as much on God. But then other parts were like, oh, we all, we got to worship God. And oh, he his said, dad was The pastor very said something that was like, you spell, you, you spell love, G-O-D, or yeah. something. And I was like, woo, <laughs> nah, I don't, but thank you. Yeah. It was weird, especially because there's only a couple Christmas movies. So in my head, I'm like, oh, they're trying to avoid like a lot of like the Christmas, like specific Christian holiday, stuff like that. And then they just throw in this movie with yeah. all this God stuff. Yeah. Which, if that's what you believe in, that's, that's fine. fine. But it's weird to put it in a decom that's made for kids of all, all denominations. Like, all denominations, no denomination. Yeah. Like if I had been watching this as, you know, I mean, well, in 2012, I was 19. But if I had been, you know, a seven-year-old Jewish kid and watching this, I would have I would have been really uncomfortable because maybe not seven, but if I was like ten. Because when I was growing up, I would like to spend time with my cousin, who I refer to as my twin cousin, because we were born on the same day and the same year. And I liked to hang out with him when I was a kid, and they were very religious. And so his family would go to church, and sometimes I would go to church with them, and his pastors and like Sunday school teachers would learn that I was Jewish and try to convert oh, me no. and tell me that being Jewish was not the way that God oh, wanted no. me to be. And so, like, That's I would so have been, bad. I struggled to go to, like, to, like, be inside a church for a really long time. Oof. That's, yeah. like, the opposite of me where I was forced to go to church as a child. Yeah. <laughs> Now I have religious trauma. <laughs> but anyway, now watching this as a kid, I would have been like, oh, th this is normal for me. Okay. This is what I see all the time. Right. But now I'm watching it through new eyes, new fresh eyes. Like, yeah. yeah. This probably isn't the best to be preaching to everyone. Yeah. I liked that it was in Atlanta and I, I there were like, I get where they were going with the church, church aspect. It just... They just kind of veered a little bit too far. Yeah, because they were really trying to have that separation of like, oh, you have to be in the church, like spending all your time devoting to the church for Cyrus. His dad is the preacher. He wants him to focus on that. And he doesn't want him to focus on the sinful rap battle lifestyle. I don't know. Like weird. I could see where they're trying to do the different dynamics. Yeah. It's just um, a tough one. There were... Parts I really liked about this movie and then other parts that I really didn't. It makes it really yeah. hard to... It's going to be hard to grade. Yeah. I agree. I was thinking about that earlier. All right. So Let It Shine is rated TVG. It's from 2012. It's long. It's an hour 42. It doesn't... I will say it, it could feel longer. Yeah, it felt fine. I think the only times I really paid attention to the time were it was buffering a bit at the end and I'm oh, like, okay, now rough, it's like yeah. taking a while. <laughs> or at the beginning when it... <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> we were at the in the credits of the movie, an hour, like a minute and 42 in, and it jumps out to say do you want to watch Lemonade Mouth? And I was like, yeah. oh my god, did did we accidentally play this at some point? Like, why is this the end? Is this the end of no, it? No, it was in the beginning and Disney Plus just was like, I don't want to work right. We had a two-minute movie, and then we were done, apparently. Uh, okay, <laughs> so it's drama, coming-of-age, music, and musical. Sure. As a musical, it struggles, because it, the music integration, like, song integration, is really weak. It's more a movie with music than a musical. Mm -hmm. It's more 
akin to like Camp Rock 1 than it is to Camp Rock 2, if that makes sense. That's a good way to put it. All right. So three artistic teens from Atlanta, Georgia, Cyrus, Chris, and Roxy take to their pens to compete in a songwriting competition. That's not true. Roxy is already a star and she's judging the competition. Yeah. Anyway. But when Cyrus, who writes under the moniker Truth, wins the contest with his rhymes about Roxy, it's his best friend Chris who gets credit for it. Now it's up to the true post true whoa. Now it's up to the true poet to overcome self-doubt and seize the opportunity to pursue his dreams. And the small blurb is small blurb is a true poet overcomes self-doubt and shows everyone his artistic genius. Why are they not saying the word rap? I don't know. Because okay. he, do, he doesn't only rap. He also writes the songs. But here's the thing. I I really wanted them to say rap so I could say, yeah, guys, it's like Cyrano de Berge rap. Because I think, that, uh, I think that's really funny. Yeah, I, said that really when we, I said that when we were watching it. Ethan, told, Ethan booed me. You're really looking for that plug. Well, okay. Well, so, you incorporated it. It's fine. Yeah. Really badly. I shoved it in there. So the, the, the Cyrus's dad who is the pastor, hates rap and hip-hop because it's uh, it's tainting the youth. <laughs> it's and a sin. He's terrible. And he Roxy comes back to the church for a little bit because she's like famous, and so she stops by. And he basically calls her out in front of the entire church by saying that she is basically submitting to the devil by being a pop star. I felt so bad for her. <laughs> oh, I don't blame God. her for walking out on that. No. So gross. Um, okay, so I'm like, glad off of that. I'm really glad that the mom called yeah. out the dad, the preacher, on that, and said you need to apologize to Roxy, and that he actually did it because yeah, and like the I mom, like the mom was very she was good, good in this movie. Well, and she knew that Cyrus was had a part time job at the club, mm-hmm. which is good because I was like, wow, how does he have this part time job and he's able to get it past both his parents? But his mom knew. His dad's just terrible. So basically, that is the gist of of this movie. There's some other things that are mixed in, like um, Chris. It works. He works in this club. There's a a, a was it a King of Rap competition? I don't remember. I can't remember what it was. Can't called. remember what it's called. Something like that. But there's like this this rapper who uh, is played by the guy who was the friend in Starstruck, and he's so mean to to Cyrus, and he always calls him like the bus boy and all this stuff. And then, of course, you know, Roxy finds out that they that Chris and Cyrus have been lying to her. Meanwhile, she's, like, fallen, kind of fallen in love with Chris, but then she realizes she actually likes Cyrus because they actually have anything in common. And so she's upset, and then it all works out in the end because that's how – that's kind of how Cyrano works out. But he gets – they, they, they get really old. <laughs> One thing I will say about Cyrano that I think is really funny is they get really old before they finally, like, admit to each other that they like each oh other. It's so dumb. Imagine if this movie had, like, a jump forward in time, like, 20 years later. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, yeah. What do you want to start with? Oh, let's start with moral, since there were quite a few things that I feel like they were trying to hit with their moral. Yeah, there were a lot. I didn't write anything down, but I've got Uh, some in my head. Trust in Jesus. Trust in God. God will will give you the way. Church is the only way. Kids gotta go to church. Don't listen to rap. Rap is God's way of saying I hate you, children. Rap is the devil's music. Thank you. And doesn't belong in the house of God, according to Preacher Man. Yeah. Uh, Keep it real and right from your heart. Yeah. That was uh, Roxy's message to people who were entering oh, the competition the, the yeah yep the from 
the song, Don't Run Away From The Truth. That was a big thing in this movie. Uh, they literally named Chris... Si- oh my gosh, I can't remember his name. Cyrus. Cyrus. I almost said Cypress, which is one of the names that the reporter yeah. lady said. She's not a reporter. She's uh, Roxy's manager. Right. Manager. Thank you. Um, <laughs> anyway, Cyrus's rapper name is Truth. So, so the whole awful. thing is <laughs> focusing on the truth. Uh... Any style of music can have good Christian values, even God. rap. <laughs> no. When the preacher at the end realizes, oh, you know what? Rap can actually have some good lyrics, some some nice messages. Yeah. It's not all just awful profanity, which is another thing about this movie is listening to the rap battles without any cuss words or like anything, oh, quote unquote, like bad in it. <laughs> it was really funny. It's clean, good, clean good Christian clean rap. rap. <laughs> Uh, I feel like one thing, I feel like it definitely is don't run from the truth, but I feel like there's also something about hiding yourself or, like, not feeling like you're worth enough as you are. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, your truth is enough. Yeah. Cool, I did it. Yep. Your truth is enough. Yeah. Um. Let me pull up my sheet. It's hard to, oh, it's hard to rate this moral because it really is just... Cyrano. <laughs> well, what would you right. rate that? <laughs> well, actual Cyrano, I would probably give lower because it it, it takes them so long. Um, what do I have at like a seven five ish? Where's my sheet? Mm. Oh my gosh, why won't this scroll? I have the ultimate Christmas present at a seven seven five. Oh, I get that really, Seven really five. high. Fight uh, for what you think is right. What's that one? Xenon the equal. I have zombies too at a 7-5. If you be who you really are, you will be accepted by people who matter. That makes sense. I think a 7-5 is fine. Because those are pretty close. I feel like, actually, no, I think a 7-7-5 seven, seven, is better because the zombies 2 one was kind of bad with the like, werewolves. And... Yeah. Yeah, I think a 7-7-5. Seven, seven, I, I say kind of bad, I mean, it's a little bit lesser than this because I do think, and part of the reason I think this movie does a pretty good job in regards to its moral is the fact that the performances are pretty good. I mean, obviously, Tyler James Williams is amazing and I, everyone should watch Abbott Elementary. It's very good. Mm-hmm. And there's only like five We're all episodes. caught up now. It's only five episodes. That's <laughs> brand new this season. It's It's good. Yeah. I watched the whole thing while I was here with Kira. Yeah, it's great. Um, um, why is everybody crying? I guess he switched them instead of just taking both of them out. Aw. <laughs> uh, what do I want to give this? I might drop the ultimate Christmas present because yeah, I was just I was just looking so at that high. one. I'm like, I have that one at a. I think it's because we, we were in the we were in the midst of yeah. all the Christmas, and I was like, I this one does pretty well. Yeah, I want to give this one above that. What's my other seven seven five? I was looking at <laughs> even Stevens movie. <laughs> Families, what you make of it? Sure, sure. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to give an eight, so I'll just be with you at a seven. It's seven, not five. an eight. Yeah, but yeah, there's I want to be above a seven five. So yeah, like there's just something holding it back from being in the eights. Like, I, I can't, I, I think it's partially the fact that there is the God aspect. Yeah, which we're focusing into the moral instead of the overall grade, which I guess isn't. Yeah. Um, you know what? It's our show. We do what we want. Yeah, we do what we yeah. want. But also it's the fact, it's this, it's this like, he's not hiding who he is because he's kind of short. It's like, that's yeah. weak. Yeah. That's, that's so weak. 
Um, you know, I'm sorry. I'm just, whatever. Uh, test of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's tough. The outfits were not great. Roxy's, oh God, Roxy's dresses and things were so 2012. Yeah. They were so like early Ariana Grande pop star outfits. That's true. I'm glad that she uh, got rid of that at the end, though. Yeah, but, then like, the, dress, but the dress she came yeah, out that, in was wasn't much so better. It was... bad. Oh, it was like, she would have been eaten alive if she came out wearing this just, like, bright yellow, empire-wasted yeah, sundress. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, God. Especially with the music that she was saying. Oh, which is the funniest part of this movie, hands down, is when uh, Cyrus comes out. I keep calling him Chris, too. When Cyrus <laughs> comes out and he starts he starts rapping his truth because uh, Roxy and Truth are supposed to, like, perform with each other at this King of Rap thing. And, uh... <laughs> He comes out and starts rapping, and Roxy's, like, looking at him all confused, and then she just goes, huh. <laughs> It's so funny. Oh, my gosh. Probably the funniest part of the movie. Oh, it's we both so just funny. Burst into it's not supposed to be funny, either. No. But it's, it's, it's just great. this, like, serious moment in this song where she's realizing, she's like, oh. <sighs> I have Wendy Wu to seven, which is, Wendy Wu holds up better than this does. Yeah. Six, and then part seven, of me is five. also like tying the God aspect into this too. I'm like, would this fly in 2022? Honestly, probably. probably. <laughs> Sadly. I forgot Mom's a date, got a date with a vampire at 675, and I think it that does better than this as well. So what if I got a 65? Um, oops. Do I have anything in a 65? Halloween Town 2. Okay, okay. Do you have anything in a six two five? Yeah, you wish. Yeah, this 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 holds up better than you wish. So six five. Like okay, what I mean by holds up mean it means like you don't look at it and go, oh wow, this is very two thousand and three or whatever you wish is. I mean this is pretty two thousand twelve, but you look at it, and you're kind of like, okay, this is in that era. It's a little bit. But, like, you wish is a, it's just, it's some of the stuff. And with the chunky, like, slow motion. Yeah. And the jeans over, under the sh- the skirt. The jean skirt. <laughs> uh. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so willing to do the point. I'm doing a 6'5". Six, 6'5". Five. Six, five. I had you wish it a 6'2'5". Mm. Hmm. Also, I, have a, I have a lot of fives. I will also say I'm giving it. I'm 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 willing to kind of cancel out the the not cancel out but like forgive the <laughs> the god aspects of this movie by equating it with the music aspects of this movie because like I mentioned the music integration of this movie is not great but the songs themselves are okay some of them are bad like the song that Chris is supposed to gosh darn it Cyrus <laughs> is supposed to win the competition with is awful. But Roxy does this song with, uh, like, when she, stop meowing, she she does this song when she gets to the club to, like, announce that, that Chris, quote unquote, is the winner. It's so good. Yeah. And, like, the choreography is really good. It's And it's really interesting. And then, the, actually, as horrible as it is, the, the, like, choir choral arrangements are really fun. Especially the last song. The, yeah, the... Whatever the, song they're doing. This and little then light let, of mine. Let, it led into... Yeah, it's like, it's yeah. let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. That's and they're like, oh, that's the name of the movie. It was really good. It's a really good arrangement. I'm not going to hide it. Yeah. The only problem is that it's not directed well. It's directed really, really badly. 
And so the lighting is bad and you don't get to see all of the choreography, which mm-hmm. is a bummer. And I think it's Paul Hohn. Yeah, and I yeah, think we just is. watched two Paul I was like, Paul why movies like, why in does row? that name sound familiar? Like, because we've well, watched he saw so him. Many. We saw him as a producer, which he, he's been a producer on a lot of them. Let it shine. Yeah. While you look that up, I'm going to give it a, this one, a 675 for Test of Time. I have Invisible Sister also at a 675, and I feel like it's about the same in terms of, like, the style and just, like, how it holds up. Because neither, I guess Invisible Sister had some more weird effects to think about, but it just feels the same to me. And I think Invisible Sister was around at the same time. It was... I'm trying to see what the choreography was by, because choreography is so good. It was directed by Paul Hohen also. Yeah. Which, it's not, that's not, that's not subtle. Stop meowing! Just as a reminder of what else Paul Hohen has mm. done, it's a lot. He basically lives and breathes Disney Channel. He's directed at four episodes of High School Musical, the musical, the series. He's I'm directed, uh... Bits of the animated zombie show. He directed Zombies 2. He's directed episodes of Andy Mack. He's directed an episode of Raven's Home. He's directed Zombies. He directed an episode of Liv and Maddie. He directed an episode of Lab Rats Elite Force. He directed two episodes of Stuck in the Middle. Uh, he directed Invisible Sister. He directed mm-hmm. How to Build a Better Boy. He directed oh, Cloud wow. Nine. <laughs> he directed Let It Shine. He directed Camp Rock 2. <laughs> so much a lot he directed we have Z- recently watched four episodes of Z- yeah so many so much Paul Hohen. uh he directed four episodes of Zeke and Luther he directed nine episodes of Jonas he directed Dad Napped he directed Cheetah Girls One World he directed three episodes of Just Jordan he directed Jump In he directed Read It and Weep. He directed Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off a lot. He directed Even Stevens. He directed Movie. No, he directed, no, he directed uh, Even Stevens, the show, five episodes. He directed You Wish. He directed True Confessions. He directed The Luck of the Irish, which is his first one. So just, just a, just a plethora of of just all along the spectrum of like garbage with freaking True true Confessions (laughs) to, you know, great stuff like You Wish and Jump In. And it's just like. At the end of the show, because there's this, there's this guy, there's Dan Berenson, there's a couple of other people that we see a lot in the credit, in like the crew credits. Yeah. And I kind of want to rate just their stuff. That would be fun. Because Paul Hohen has some absolute garbage. I mean, Dadnapped, we know how I feel about Dadnapped. I will say, Let It Shine is on the upper half of his stuff. Oh, yeah. I'd know. say director-wise, it's kind of like Jump In, where it's like, I like a lot of it, but there's but some the weird, yeah, terrible. Yeah, I'm shocked he directed the zombies movies. Yeah, because those those have some great cinematography to them, which he's not the cinematographer, but still, it's just it's, he would have had a part in like how it was. Yeah. Done. Uh hmm. oh. Um, and then I wanted to look at the writers. There's two writers: Eric Daniel and Don D. Scott. And neither of them have done. He hasn't done any other writing. Eric Daniel. Don D. Scott was a writer for Barbershop and Barbershop 2. Hmm. And, like, a couple of other things. But, yeah. Oh, God, overall rating. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't put that on your phone yet. <laughs> oh. Um, 
just out of curiosity, I'm going to go look at the swap because that was one where it's like I didn't like the first half and I liked the second half a lot. And this one was not first and second half, this, but it was a lot of like back and forth. A, we have it at a B minus. I can just tell you right now. Oh. I know that's at a B minus. I can't, I can't relate this to the swap at all because no. the, I, I love the second half of the swap so much. That is like, honestly, the second half of the swap is my favorite thing we've watched yeah. this entire time. I won't give this a B minus, but I, I might give it a C plus. I was gonna, I don't know what I'm gonna give it. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna give it a C plus. I think it's better than a C plus because I would watch this movie again. Like I, I liked it. Hold on. Well, let me see. I'm still going to try to find the swap and look at that number. Okay, 60. Oh, we both have a 60 B minus. Okay. Yeah, because remember we we took, we just put the median. Yep. So you're going to give this one a 59 then? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not giving this a B minus yet. I haven't decided yet. Oh, okay. Um, do I have it like a 57, 58? Yeah, I genuinely when I say I can't compare anything to the swap, I genuinely mean it. It's okay. not it's not fair to those to any other movie. Well, I heard that and then I heard that you didn't want to give it a B plus or a no, B. I didn't want to give it plus. I didn't want to give it a C plus. Yeah. So, I, I, I'm like, oh, maybe I actually, she, maybe she'll give it like the lowest possible B minus. <laughs> no, I like this movie. Okay. I actually I I yeah, I thought it was fine. Like I in in regards to, you know, Disney channel channel original movies, I thought it was it was fine. I'm just trying to figure out where I want to put it because it's still tough. It's not like it's a it, an A movie or a B plus movie. I'm just trying to decide if I want to give it a high B minus or a low B. Mm. Look at B minus range I don't have anything at the lowest B, which is a 67. Do I have anything at the highest B minus? I have Camp Rock 2 at a 65, which is a B minus. And I have the Even Stevens movie at a 65. And I have Halloween Town 2 at a 65. Hmm. <laughs> I think I have Smart House at a 64. <sighs> I'm going to give this a 64 because I like this better than Smart House a little bit, but I don't like it better than the other movies I just listed at a 65 or like I wouldn't watch it before I watched those ones. Yeah. I think I'm probably going to bump Smart House down to a 63 because I don't think I have anything at a 63. Um... I was six, thinking 61 or 62, and I don't know if I have either one of those already. I have so, I have so many B-minuses. I want to stop having B-minuses. But I'm not going to I'm not gonna misgrade something just because I don't want to be minus. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. Which is kind of what I'm doing with this, which is like, I'm not, I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm thinking about with this movie. Because it's like, I did like this movie. I don't think it's a B. Yeah. And looking at these B-minus movies that I have, it's like, I don't, it, I it's, I think I would watch Even Stevens' movie first, just out of nostalgia, so, like, I have to give it just that, like, one point edge up. Same. And that's the same with me with Phantom of the Megaplex. And that's when, oh, that I'm, one's out of 64 for me. I'm dropping Phantom mm-hmm. of the Megaplex when we get to our, our season wrap. I keep looking at that movie and going, why is this here? <laughs> it's, that needs to be, like, a C for me, because I'm never going to watch that movie again. And I really want to reserve B-minus movies 
for movies that I, I would watch again. And anything below a C plus. Because like C plus is one of those ones where it's like, yeah, I could watch that again. And the C's are like, I really don't think I'll watch this again. And then anything below that is like, it's like definitely no. not. Um, yeah, so this one Except I'm going to... minimum. Yeah, <laughs> the F. Uh, this one I'm going to stick with a B minus 61 for now. We'll see what happens by the time of the wrap-up. I'm going to do so much shifting in this wrap-up. I'm so sorry to everyone. We've still got a few weeks for it, but I'm just... Oh, it's going to be so much. I have, I have thoughts. <laughs> uh, I feel like we've had a lot of movies since our last wrap-up. We have. To switch around. We have. Well, it's, it's because we had a Halloween chunk and mm-hmm. a Christmas chunk. Mm-hmm. So it's been a it's been a tricky season. Ugh. What's the right. what's the what's the moral? The mission. Yeah, that. <laughs> the mission. Uh The commission have a, have That's a the rap word. battle with your friend. Please don't. <laughs> Um, you don't want to do that tonight before I leave? Absolutely not. I know. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of, like, other things that were in this. Uh, I will say, oh, one thing about this movie that was fun is that the end credits of the video that played above it was Nicole Sullivan, who played Roxy's manager, who never got Cyrus's name right. Instead of being bloopers, it was her line reads for this line that she had that she kept getting Cyrus's name wrong. And she mm-hmm. did all sorts of different names. She did Simon, Stylus. Cypress. Cypress. <laughs> Which I think is the one uh, that ended up in the movie. I don't remember. I was not paying enough attention to that line when it was in the movie. But it was really it was really fun. It was a cute little, like, oh, I was like, this is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, my thing was, like, think of all the different names that you can for your own name like that. Like, for example, <laughs> like, Ethan... Ethan has a bunch of, like, really funny names that he calls himself. Like, he's, like, Enan and Epin and Ethan and, and oh, there's so many. Um, but, like, I don't, yeah. But that's dumb. Uh. Uh. Wow, uh <laughs> I can't think of a, a mission. Uh, it's because it's like I feel like the mission of this movie would be like go to church. I know, but obviously that's not what we go want. to church on something because they do say in this in this in this movie he's like anytime you want someone to go like really hard on something or like do something really well with like all their all their hard use says go to church on it and I'm like hey yeah go to church on something like yeah do some do something to if, its fullest if, if it's not rap then maybe it's. I don't Cook know. something with all your art. Play an instrument. Uh, play a video game. Do dancing. S- do something. Yoga. Like, yeah. Something something for you that's, you know, self-care that you can do it to its fullest. Take the best bath that you can. I don't know. Go to yeah, church on that bath. bath. <laughs> take, take, go to church on that bath. I like that. I'm going to do that when I get home. Yeah. Nice and relaxing bath. Yeah. Uh, Cool. Next up is How to Build a Better Boy, which we've already watched, and I'm trying really hard to not say anything about. Uh, and then... Following again, right? Following mm-hmm. again, it sure is. Uh, that'll give you... That'll be our little clue. It sure is. Uh, yeah, and then we've got just three more until the end of the season. Got our big wrap-up. Yep, we've got Bad Hair Day, Lemonade Mouth, and Spin, which is new for... Well, not this year, but 2021. Yeah. 
still new enough. It's still January. very new. Well, yeah, and it's only like three or four. It's oh no, it yeah. came out in August, so it's it's about six months old, but mm. still. Yeah, but I guess by the time you, our listeners are hearing, it's February. So happy February. February. <laughs> All right, everyone. Time for us to go eat See and then meet to hop on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.